You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. A mechanic tries to fix your car. No matter if you're near or far, he'll change your oil or fix your flat, and he'll do it just like that. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car question for Dave or Alan? Call now, 416-360-0740. Or toll-free at 1-866-740-4740. Okay, Al, hit it. Here we go, Dave. Yeah! I can't believe it's another week. Man, time just flies. And it's gorgeous outside today. I can't also believe that my earphones don't work. <laughs> but I'll get that fixed in a minute. Welcome to Dave's Corner Garage. We're going to have a great show this morning. Uh, we have with us Darren Bossens from Sale and Tire with some really interesting stuff today. We're going to be talking about a new process of tire manufacturing, which Salen is one of the only people, like one of two, I think, right? One of two globally. Globally, that actually do that. Uh, and uh, we're going to be talking later with Mike Fowley from the Thornhill Cruisers. Uh, they're having problems with people coming out. I mean, the reality is... Our generation is a big, the last guys that really appreciate cars. From from then on, it's always appliances. I wouldn't say that. No, there's still the car people out there. You think so? I think so. Well, I think what the reality is, uh, the future, most of the countries in Europe are saying in 20 years, they'll all be electric. You can't sell electric cars, after, or sorry, gasoline cars, after 2025 in Germany. 2040 in France, so they're all going electric. Yeah, right but those now. electric ones go like snot. I know, but it reminds me of slot cars. Yeah, I yeah. think we just got to <laughs> No noise. There's no noise. You measure that speed if, yeah. it goes like, if it goes like what you referenced to. Well, if you sneeze, eh? I, think. I see. If you knew what the speed of a sneeze was, oh, yeah. then, then you'd know. And when you hit a speed bump, what does it do? That's a nice guy. Pass the coffee and the bagel right now. Excuse me, but the reality is people that have been driving these autonomous vehicles have been throwing up because they're not knowing where the car's going and they can't prepare, so they end up getting vertigo and they throw up. Oh, oh from like the G force or yeah. You, oh, really? And now the thing is turning and chinning. It's oh. like that's why it. I can't buy a Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna get to our phone calls in just a minute. If you've got a car care question or something you want to yeah. know, then uh, we're gonna get them. Yeah, our phone lines are open. So if you got a mechanical question or uh, I don't know social social problems, we can't help you with, but maybe we can. It's Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Wait for the phone numbers and call in. And we'll be talking with Darren about a new process of manufacturing tires, which is not only environmentally good, but it produces a better product. Absolutely. We'll be right back. We're back. My name is Dave Redinger. Alan Gelman's with me. That and would be Darren Bossens is here from Salem Tires. And in the audience today, Steve Scheiman. He's our only one we got. We can't. This show has no money to spend. We're going to be talking about rubber most of this hour. Yeah. And because of that, if you got a tire question and it's it's good enough, we're going to give you a set of crown floor mats because they came in. So we were owing people floor mats. They've all gone out. So uh, reality is, if you want to call in, we're. You can have a tire question, and you can win a set of floor mats. Yeah, Darren, tell us. We're talking in the green room about a new process to form and make tires. Yes, it's called liquid phase mixing. Wow. So originally, or currently, how it's kind of done is uh, it's in a big 
like almost like a mixture you'd put on your counter, but it's obviously a lot larger. Uh, solids go in like rubber, uh, carbon black, um, you know, all the oxidizers, chemicals, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, now they've gone to, it's called liquid, as I said, liquid phase mixing. It's done in a, in a latex form, the rubber. It's all done in liquid. You get a more homogeneous mix. Um, and then the benefits from that is you end up um, getting longer life. The, the, the rubber is actually stronger. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you get a longer wearing tire with no uh, um, worries about uh, rolling resistance or traction, et cetera. Um, the other advantage is as far as, far as demolding. Um, when they demold tires, as you, as you gentlemen are aware, the tires have a lot of siping in it and fine mm-hmm. little lines. And when, when that comes out of the mold, typically rubber can sometimes tear, break off, et cetera, uh, with this new process that is far less likely to happen. So when they have a little tear and break off, is that scrap? They throw them away? Yeah, then it's basically done. So it reduces scrappage at the same time? Right, but they use like uh, releasing agents and et cetera in the molds uh, to get them out. But this essentially is going to allow um, more detailed um, uh, mold uh, production, right? Like you can get a lot more siping, a lot, you know, that's like, what prevents it. Salem is one of the only manufacturers that does this, right? Exactly. There's only two globally that are going to be doing this. And we, and, um, Salem actually had produced some, uh, test tires about a year back. They were sent in for testing and they, bo- they, uh, they got a B rating, uh, with no loss of, uh, of mileage or anything. So it's, it's phenomenal. So essentially the, your raw materials come in as liquid now, as opposed to the powder. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm not sure if they actually come in liquid or we actually liquefy it itself, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot easier to mix stuff mm-hmm. in a liquid form, obviously than a solid. And then in the end they're baked the traditional way. Yes. Eh? Yeah. yeah. In okay. the mold they're, uh, they're put under pressure and heat, uh, mm-hmm. which Creates the, I have a crazy question. Product. How many tires does Salem actually produce? Oh, God. That's a good question. Millions? Yeah, millions. Millions. Yeah. A bajillion. Yeah. A bajillion. That's even bigger. Because they do, you know, we do, uh, you know, not just uh, passenger tires, but we do truck as well, medium truck, and uh, and then right up into the OTR. So, yeah, okay. it's millions. Now, how, how about ITS? ITS. In the sky. You make airplane tires? Uh, no, we don't. Oh, I just way. made that up, by the way. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, whoa. <laughs> but they make, they make ST. They make STs, ST, yeah. ST, yeah. yeah. That's, That's a disturber. From Quebec, you know, ST. Do you make... Uh, <laughs> Can't go there. Do you make WTF tires? WTF? What, the floor mats? Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> but this new technology may help with that. I see. But while we're talking about that, tires are really a uh, hazard environmentally. Because for before they had the stewardship Ontario plan, mm-hmm. they were just in dumps. People would just throw them on the side of the road or throw them in the, they were thrown in the lakes. Yeah, no, I've uh, even experienced it myself I, where I live. I've gone down a country road and I see something on the side of the road. I go up, there's like 40, 50 passenger tires yes. just threw off on the side of the road. Yes, and I have, we, have, we have property and we had rented out to a tenant. Mm-hmm. When the guy left, it was full of tires. Five thousand tires in the in the unit. Well the, well, the well, the issue was there was nowhere to put them. Yeah. Right. And mm. then we had that big fire years ago in uh, Hagersville. Hagersville. Yeah. yeah. And and so the we can talk about our, our next topic, which was that you know there was a program, mm. Stewardship and, Ontario, where you would pay five bucks a tire. Yep. At the, and and they would remove the tires safely for you. Exactly. Now there was problems with Stewardship Ontario. They had problems with uh, fraud. I guess the the guy that was running it wasn't as, as honest as he should be. Yeah. It sounds like there's definitely some issues there, and that's. Right. Why the program is going to be essentially in its existing form scrapped by the end yeah. of 2018 and a new uh, a new. So what happens now? I mean, we're paying like if you buy electronic equipment, we're paying to have it removed. Yep. At the end of its life. At, at, at time of purchase. Right. Yep. So the tires, I guess, would fall under the same uh, exact umbrella. same way. Yeah. So manufacturers will have to come up to 
to speed, I guess, and they're getting rid of them. Yeah, essentially, it's like a lot of industries, they're going with full product uh, stewardship, right? So it's cradle to grave. Like, uh, you know, even though you're selling this product, it's basically your responsibility as the manufacturer to make sure that it's disposed of safely and properly. Yeah, but, that, that, but we're talking about the physical aspect of it now. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. like... Salem Tire is going to send out empty trucks to go pick up old tires. Absolutely not. No. No. So, <laughs> so I think obviously the tire guys should. I guess if they're going to make you responsible, now it, maybe it should be a program that you guys should run. You know, get together as a group yep. and say, "Well, you're making us responsible for these." Well, fine. We'll set it up and, and run it. And that, and now that may be the end result. Yeah. Like, uh, like uh, I've got a colleague that sits on the board, and and like I said, they're they're in the midst of, um, you know, looking into what options they have to, next? to create a, a proper program because it's kind of been a little bit of a debacle from day one. Is the product that you're producing now the, uh, with this new process, is that more recyclable? Like, I know that the cars, for instance, actual vehicles, mm. are almost 95% recyclable. Yeah, yeah, and, and I can't really answer that, Dave. Uh, I'm not sure at this point, but yeah. uh, I'm sure there's going to be a few other uh, advantages coming out of this uh, this new technology for sure. Yeah, because, I mean, right now what they do is they make mats out of them. They 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 were making soccer fields, but they found that it was the it was bad for the people. Wasn't that, good. No, no. no. <laughs> right. I've seen them make uh, also blasting mats for like where they do uh, you know massive uh, blasts of uh, you know for stone in that. Yeah, and they yeah. Put yeah. it on the top to keep uh, everything down. So there's various things that they do. Make asphalt. They've been testing it in asphalt out in the East Coast. And, Interesting. When I went you know, to high school, that we they had uh, that rubberized asphalt, yes. and that's a long time ago. Yes, and yeah. very long. I, I wish it would start. They start using it because it's the perfect. It actually our roads will last longer. It, the, the advantages are. Are vast because by, the road actually using. moves and doesn't. Yeah, move. and they can reuse that asphalt a lot easier. I it's, love it. It's reusable. Darren Boston is from Salem Tires. All right, we got a couple people online. We've got John in Mississauga. We've got Doug and Lindsay. Yeah, one who line are going to win some floor mats, eh? Woo-hoo. Well, we'll give some away. <laughs> <laughs> what, just a left one and a right one? <laughs> yeah, or whatever. You got to give one at a time. You know, front or back. <laughs> All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Okay, it's Dave's Corner Garage. Garage doors are wide open. Before we get to the phones, I just wanted to mention that Lant Insurance has got a contest going on. Mm -hmm. If you refer a client to Lant Insurance, they're going to enter you in a contest. I mean, how many guys are going to be referred to? Maybe 1,000? But the bottom line is you get to go to Bear Jackson Auction in, in the September and you get to get a trip to Las Vegas. Well, sure, it's because land, you know, they're the people that offer the specialty insurance, That's which right. will save you money and protect that class of car yours. And, Dave, what is their website to enter? It's landinsurance.ca. Very good. Thank you from the audience. Okay. That was our audience <laughs> and announcer, Steve Scheinman. Oh, go to bed. <laughs> Anyways, bottom line is it's a pretty good contest. I mean, you get to fly to Las Vegas, three nights accommodations in Scottsdale, Two general admission tickets and five hundred bucks spending money. Five hundred. That'll buy a couple. And of you get to pick a car. The last time we went, you snore so loud and oh, you no, kicked no. me out, yeah. stole the coverage. I have to tell you, when I was down there, we were doing television one year. They told us don't take pictures of the audience. And me, like an idiot, I'm asked, right? Why? <laughs> because some of the women with some of the guys don't belong with some of the women with some of the guys. No way. <laughs> All right, we've got a pertinent question. We've got a dynamic question for the man who's uh, Darren Boston's is here from Sale and Tire. We're going to talk to Dave, who's got a specialty question. Dave? Hello. David. Hey Morning. I've got, a, I've got a question on uh, trailer tires. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, I have a. A boat, uh, the trailer sits most of the time. Uh, the tra- uh, package is about 10 years old. Okay. Uh, when should I look at replacing my trailer tires? That's a good question. Yeah, yeah that's a great question, Dave. Uh, I'm assuming those are the original tires that you got when you got the boat? Yeah, about 
the boat used, so they are original tires. Uh, so it's fifty percent highway, fifty percent sitting. Let's say. Okay, and then um, it's the boat is stored inside or outside or. Winter's inside, trailers outside all uh, all through the summer. Okay, but without actually seeing the tires, but based on the timeline, I would uh, probably suggest uh, uh, replacing now. Always look at the sidewall, you know, down in the in the voids on the tread to see if there's any cracking. Um, you know, push your nail into the rubber to make sure it's like a little bit soft and not like hard. But based on a 10 year time period, I would probably think it's probably time to change them. And Alan's going to tell you, do you service the bearings? Exactly. It's a good idea when the wheels are off, the tires and wheels are off, obviously to take care of the bearings. But as Darren said, I mean, you want to, uh, press on the rubber, see if it gets because it gets brittle. It does, and dries then it can break, and and just sort of as a timeline, ten years. And the other thing you can do to try to prolong their life once you get the new ones is get covers, put them on. Correct. You know, you want to cover the tires because it's the sun that that actually does the damage. Yeah, there, like there's ozone in the air everywhere, even when you cover them, but the sun uh, exacerbates that dramatically. Right, right? It stops so, them from heating up heat, quite yes, as bad. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Now there's another thing. How fa- David? How fast do you drive on the highway with that tra- trailer? Uh, I, uh, to be safe, so like 110 is probably maximum with it. Yeah, Perfect. that's what I was thinking, right? Because they Perfect. really spin fast, right? Yeah, well, you're not, essentially STs have a maximum of 55 miles an hour. Is that right? right? And most people don't realize. Well, hang like, on, hang on. 55 miles an hour for the car? For, no, for the trailer. Well, okay, but my question is, when we're talking about, it's usually a much smaller tire, right? Absolutely. So it's it's actually turning at a much faster yeah, speed. Yeah, the RPMs are much greater than your than your vehicle. Exactly. Right? So guess, these guys are, are doing 120. I mean, I've seen. I see it all the time. In the like, they're they're not meant to go that speed. Especially, you know, you have that speed. Then you add, uh, you know, overloading, um, you know, misuse or you know, not maintained, and that's why you see a lot of these trailers so on the you side know what? of the road. Uh, maybe you, I are on the side of caution and start replacing them every five years. Yeah, well, like I said, they're not meant to wear out. So people, oh. people are under the uh, concept that okay, the, when a tire wears out, I take it off. But STs don't like it would take you a long time to wear out an ST unless you have a, a regular wear or any kind of issue bearings, etc. Yeah. But they're not really meant to wear out. So it's not based on hitting the bottom. Of, you know, that's why there's no wear bars on them. And lastly, um, when you do replace them, you re- replace them with like tires. Correct? Absolutely, yeah. And so, and even uh, what I suggest is you go up apply rating if you can, mm-hmm. depending on your size. So but again, but specifically a trailer tire, you can't yes. put a passenger car. And tire you're one on. of the few no. guys that supplies this. Yes, yeah. Not uh, all the majors. Most of the majors got out of this uh, years ago. All right. So where does the listener? Where does he live? Yeah, we better get some details. David, where do you live? I'm in the uh, Toronto, Mississauga area. All right, super. If you want to stay on the line, we'll get your address because you well, can win a set of floor mats. All righty. Hang tight. Thank Thanks, Dave. All right. All right. Interesting We're... question. Huh? It's, uh, trailers, I think, one of the most abused items on the road. I Absolutely. Mean, they, sit, they sit and the guy hooks it up and yeah. bombs out. Half the year they sit for, basically. It's just, uh, it's not, you know, the pride and joy sits on the trailer typically. Besides, whenever there's a tornado, they get torn up. Hey? Oh, oh uh, those ones, All yes. Those poor people <laughs> yeah, those coming through. Sounded like a train going by. <laughs> Murphy's Law. <laughs> Things were flying in the air. Didn't know what the hell was going on. All right, Daniela, John, uh, we yes. will take your calls right after this Ma'am, break. Ma'am, is this house yours? That's scrap? There goes Dorothy <laughs> right now. Dorothy's going up. <laughs> there's no place like home. Oh. This ain't Kansas. <laughs> the no. audience is acting up today. <laughs> this is Dave's Corner Garage. We got to run. We'll be right back. And it's Dave's Corner Garage, and this is uh, 
Dave Redinger, your announcer here. <laughs> Uh-oh. With Alan Gelman as my co-host, Darren Bostons is in the studio, and Steve Sharman's in the audience. So we're all here to answer your questions. My Just God. something interesting <laughs> that you should know, uh, talking about future. Uh, they're coming out with what's called a single pedal system. What's that? You put your foot on the gas, and the car accelerates, take your foot off, and the car starts to brake. Oh. So, that sounds like the hokey pokey. Well, the bottom line is you can never take your foot off the pedal. I mean, you can never. What do we need that for? I thought we were going to I have autonomous. no idea. But this is coming out of <laughs> Nissan, and the bottom line is that everybody's looking at different technologies and, okay. and ideas. So this system here is just like an electric hybrid where you take your foot off, it recharges the batteries, and slows the cars down. And it is electric. Uh, hybrid. It'll be a hybrid. Hybrid, vehicle, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, what yeah. if it's a standard transmission? And it has a name. What do you do? Is Nobody it... has standard What's transmission. What's that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I had one hey, in this week. You got a clutch. I had one in this week, and this nice lady, Ursula, was driving a Saturn. Ursula? And, uh, and when I gave her a loaner car, she said, uh, uh, two pedals or three pedals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah she yeah, said yeah. that? Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, in the auto auction, they say two pedals on the floor. No, shaker on the floor, two pedals to push. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right, right, speaking of cars and what kind they ought to buy, yeah. Daniela is on the phone, and she's got a car care question for us. Daniela, what can we do for you? Hello, good morning, everybody. Good morning. I can't Hi. stop morning. talking to you every Saturday. It's okay. We're having coffee. Come on down. Okay, I'd love one. I need one. So this is a continuation of last week. <clears throat> I want to ask you about online purchases. Mm-hmm. So I found a car online that looks like, he says he's a private seller. It's a Honda Civic, and it's an 07. First of all, I'm a little worried about the mileage, so I'm going to ask you what you think the cutoff is. It's Whoa. 189 on this. I would never, ever usually go over 130, 140. Mm-hmm. Um, the car originally was 5,800. It's in mint condition from what I see. Then it's 45, and last night, sight unseen, he says, what's the least you'll give me for it? Oh, is that right? So um, I said 1500 He's almost willing to settle for 1500 mm. So I don't that know. That in itself it's... scares me. Yeah, that's, mm. <laughs> well, what you're going to have to do, I mean, if, if, if the fella, is the fella local? Is he close by to you? you know? I don't know. He is local. You know, there's, there's photos of him in front of what appears to be a house under construction, <laughs> in, in, in construction areas. So uh, I, I'm not sure. I, I wanted to find out. Well, Daniela, do you have a, uh, a garage that you would normally use for service? No, not one I can trust, honestly. Okay. Um, I know. I knew you were going to ask that question, and, and that was one of my. I wanted to make sure there was an engine that goes with that. Well, well ideally, you see, and, and, and if <laughs> and you brakes. take it to a garage, and or I would call around and and, and see who's uh, who's happy to do it for you. I mean, we would up at our shop. Where do you live, Danielle? What, what time? I'm in the Bathurst and Davenport area. Well, you know what? I'm up at uh, let's say Bathurst and Finch, Finch and Dufferin area. I'd be more than happy. I mean, if the fellas eager to sell the car, and the car is legitimate. In other right. words, you know, the car has, doesn't have a lot of issues, and it's going to pass the safety and everything. Well, then he'll meet you up. Have him meet you at my shop, and we can look at the car, and you want to come underneath and look at it. We're happy to yep. bring it to the shop. Um, and then we can establish, you know, what kind of shape this car is in. Because, uh, you know, if you can Hondas buy it for a couple grand, um, yep. you know, why wouldn't you? And i got to be honest with you, Hondas are good. They, they run forever. The engines they really never give any problems. Uh, well, this is what I've heard. He says it's certified knee tested, and I said, when? I haven't gotten an answer yet, but he says it is certified knee okay. tested. All right, well, you know what? It means it's met minimum requirement, but there's other things that I you know. don't want yeah, to get and, and that only means the test on the day of. All of this is on the day of. Yeah. Same with safety. What do you think about the kilometers, like when we're looking at 189? Well, you know what? I, it's part of the whole package. I mean, when you've only got so much money to spend... 
You, you know, know what it is? I, it's only because I only needed to run around to shop to run errands in my area. If the car was well-maintained, as Dave said, Hondas last forever, so there's really no problem. Uh, okay. Again, listen to after the show, and um, you'll hear my phone number, and you can give me a call, and we'll get it all fixed up. Uh, let me just blow, burst your bubble just a little bit. Aww. Okay. Aww. Uh, well, I was doing interviews with Omvik on the week, uh, during the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, 30% of the ads in uh, the Internet are false. Mm-hmm. They're just come-ons, and then it's a bait-and-switch. Uh, some of them are curbsiders, which don't actually – have the car in their name, the car's in somebody else's name, and if something goes wrong, the guy doesn't exist, he's a ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to be cautious. So taking a guy like Alan with you who basically knows the ropes, um, maybe the best uh, investment you've made. Mm-hmm. All and right. it works cheap, like coffee and, you know, whatever. You know what? And, and, and I even suggest if you're buying it from a, a registered dealer to still get yeah. the car checked. Because Absolutely. You want to know. You're yeah. spending good money. All right, we're going to go to John in Mississauga who's got a speedometer on a Chevy. I thought all Chevys had speedometers, didn't they? <laughs> John? Good morning, gentlemen. Hey. What's going on, John? I have a traveling speedometer. A traveling speedometer. Okay, it what's it doing? Pro- Hello? Yes. Go ahead. It goes up to approximately 70. It's not coming back. It's going all the way around down to 120. <laughs> okay, the problem is the speedometer head itself, um, but a mechanic can fix it. There's some kind of trick where they actually put a magnet in there. That's and, right. And uh, go ahead, Dave. How do you do it? I don't know how to do it, but I heard it. <laughs> you shake it over your head. And how it works is there's actually a magnet in the speedometer which spins, and it draws the needle up. So there's either dust or magnetic material in there, and it's causing it to overspeed. You know, his, what kind of Chevy is that? Is it, it's an older one or a newer one? It must be an older one. Is this an older car? Cavalier. Why don't you just buy a new speedometer? For the you know records? what? I would take the Chevy to the levee and just push it right in the water. Oh, no, no, no. no. It's too old. Go to the Wreckers, no. spend oh, $75 bye, bye. and put a new one on. All right. Good luck, John. we got to move on. We're going to go all the way up to Lindsay now. You're so it's mean. Big to Doug. You are so mean. I, I never know. saw this. This is not Children, CN. Children, stop fighting. <laughs> all right. Doug this is one. not CN. Doug is trying to escape here. Doug, what can we do for you? <laughs> yes, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, it's a 2014 Escape. Uh-huh. Uh, when I take my foot off the accelerator, when it gets down to about 45 Ks, it feels as if somebody's pulling on the back bumper. Mm-hmm. When it gets down to about 38, it releases. Well, that's when they fell off. <laughs> is, it, is this a hybrid or is this a normal one? No, it's a, a, a 1.6 liter. 1.6 liter. And so you take your foot off the gas and the car actually decelerates? I wonder if it's a case of the transmission not shifting down Yeah, properly. it sounds like, yeah. It sounds like you're, it's hanging up. Um, you, you normally drive in the in the D position, not one or two, correct? Yeah. Yeah, this, yeah, this is all, all only happens when it's warm also. Uh, yeah, well, it sounds like a possibility. What I would do, you know what, go by Mr. Transmission Store. They're good people. And uh, they will do a free road test for you. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, they'll be able to tell you. But go in when it's warm, and you want to go with the fellow so you can show them specifically. Because that's the whole trick. Uh, Doug, just quickly before we go, um, when that happens, drop it in neutral. All right? So you're driving along, and it's and you take your foot off, and it's sort of hanging up. Yeah. Drop the, drop the, uh, the gear shift lever into neutral and see if everything frees up. And if it does... Alan's absolutely correct. Then you go in there and get the checked. Woo-hoo! All right. The tranny may just need to be what's called reflashing. Mm-hmm. That means the computer program that's operating the transmission has to be updated. Okay. Thank you very much. Oh, you're, you're great. Welcome. Good. Alrighty. We're going to take a quick break. Listen for the phone numbers during the break. New technology coming up. Yes. New technology coming up. I'm impressed. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Coffee. <laughs> 
Well, it's Dave's Corner Garage. My name is Dave Redinger, Alan Gellman, and Aaron Bussins. Welcome Hello. 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 Uh, BMW is announcing a $600 million infrastructure investment in the South Carolina plant. Yes. Donald Trump is actually doing something. Maybe. I don't know. Well, apparently. <laughs> so you're a Bimmer driver. Are you happy about that, or is the German one better? Uh, I have no idea, because uh, everyone I've had is from... Germany. Oh, is so, that right? Yeah, okay. I don't think I've had anything outside of Germany. But they yet. build them in Mexico. I know that. Yep. They BMWs? Yeah. Yeah. Mexico yeah. series, I think. We were in Veracruz, and there's like uh, the port is full of them. They, yeah. they produce them in Mexico. Yeah. So and it's the Bavarian Mexican works. Yeah. yeah. It is. It is. Yeah. They're funny, Schnitzel tacos. I'm in this country long distance. Wrong country, David. Wrong country. Talk like six. Okay. Uh, we he's right on. Look at him. If this is TV, he's right on top of Dave's head. Right now. Two bold guys. We Can't have, Gary, we have Gary in Belgrave who's got a question about tires. Gary, what can we do for you? Well, I just tell you, gentlemen, I want to give you a tip today. Yes. Tip. Oh, nice. The tip is this. 10%? Somebody out there has got a set of tires, and they really look good. I mean, these tires got lots of tread on them, but they're starting to check. Right. Okay? And they say, boy, I want to, want to, want to do with these tires. Okay, you take linseed oil and mm-hmm. put the linseed oil on the tires just before you store the vehicle or whatever yeah. you're storing or whatever. Next spring, they'll look like brand new. Mm. And just give them a real good coat of linseed oil. Remember, tires are made from petroleum. Correct. Right, and, but but here's my question. Um, yeah. Is this just like cosmetics on a pig or something? Or No, no. It kind of uh, molds the rubber in, and it looks good. Have you heard of that, Darren? Have you well, well, no. I, well, hang on, hang on. Listen on a pig. Okay, I understand they look good, but are they going to come apart when they get no, on the highway? No, I've got to set on my trailer now, and they've been on there for 10 years, okay? Mm-hmm. And they were checked, okay? They were on a boat, and yeah. they had all kinds of tread on them, Okay. And I just put that linseed oil every year. I put a coat on it, mm-hmm. and uh, it does. It melts that rubber. Who knew? Good. I if didn't you, know that. If Ooh. you rub it on your bald head, would anything happen? <laughs> <laughs> Stay soft and supple. <laughs> I'm looking for hair loss. Your hair grows here. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought we had a new recommendation well, or a new a, solution. You know we what? Grow hair on, on your head. That question would would qualify for us. Let's go ahead. To hang and don't yeah, hang gotta up. Got to give him some mats. Yep. Listen, don't hang up, Gary. Gary in Belgrave, we're going to get you a set of uh, floor mats. From, and and from also a, a full case of linseed oil. Of oil yes. <laughs> okay, we got Lauren who's in his car. You know, I used to use linseed oil for French polishing, I think. French polishing? French, yeah, what we, the we, heck we, is French polishing? When we, we were in high school, we used to do furniture, and you, you put shellac and linseed oil together, and you mix it all up, and you rub the furniture out, and it comes out really shiny Didn't and Didn't you nice. take it down to the Vic years ago? Oh, what was it? No, okay. that was... Uh, <laughs> That was my Sharia more. Uh, <laughs> he did some polishing, I'll tell you. Pigs and linseed right. oil. Good so job. let's talk about uh, replacement for headlights. And we're talking to Gary from London. Gary, good morning. How are you? Hey, morning, guys. This is better than Abbott Costello. On I know. It's, <laughs> they've all been drinking. I don't know why. But tell me more like the three stages. It's Saturday. You can have a Caesar anytime you want. Who's on know. first? Yeah, I got a hillbilly hot rod. All right. And uh, I wonder what's the best replacement headlights for it so I can see the lines that aren't painted on the road at night. Uh, I think I'd probably aren't. go with the uh, 
the LEDs now. I mean, that seems to be the most powerful yeah. light on the market. LED? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It won't overheat the electrical system or anything? Oh, no, no, not at all. At all. They, they take very little current. Um, Great. Because the problem is, if you go with a big halogen, it will take lots of current. Yeah, and, yeah in fact, I read if it, that, and I wasn't too sure what to put in them. Yeah, I would go with the LEDs. Um, check what the current rating is, and as long as it falls within the wiring specs. I mean, the car will probably handle at least 10 to 15 amps, you know. Great. Um, all right, so okay, I, thanks, yeah. and, up. you're very welcome. Thank I, you. I should tell you before you hang up. Yeah. The law says 55 watts is the most powerful bulb you can put in there. <laughs> all right. So when you put in an, uh, a, an LED, you're really not pulling any watts at all. It's very, very, very efficient. But, oh, okay. All right, but the light is very bright, and they will be flashing you. And just make sure they're. So when when they get flashed? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was wondering because I'm driving along, and some of them I always think they got their high beams no. on. No, just blinding. Those are LEDs, and and then that's. No, the I LED. think those are just dumb people that don't know what the blue light on their dashboard is. <laughs> I'm absolutely <laughs> some for that. sure. And they're cousins of the other people who don't know that you have to turn your headlights on at night. Oh, okay. They're all part of the hillbilly family. Yeah. <laughs> they're the one with the signal on. Look at that, Barney. He <laughs> looks pretty good tonight in those lights, eh, buddy? <laughs> okay, guys. Thanks very much. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. It's Dave's Corner Garage. Listen for the phone number at the break, and we'll take your call, and we're going to come back with Mike Filey from the Thornhill Cruisers talking about not turning on your lights on at night. Whoo! <laughs> Hey, it's Dave's Corner Garage, and we have Mike Filey on the phone. But, Mike, good morning. Good morning, Mike. Yeah, I'm here. Good. Excellent. Hang on one second. I just wanted to give you a little fact here. was reading this morning uh, in my office. Uh, the new Bugatti Veyron, the replacement, I forgot what the name is called. But apparently this vehicle gets 9 to 11 miles to the gallon. It costs $3.5 million. That's an oil Veyron. We'll do 400 kilometers plus uh -huh. miles an hour. But only has a 9-gallon gas tank. So you can go like From one kilometers. side of the intersection to the other. <laughs> yeah, you can go 100 miles of it. I think after doing the, if you're going really fast, even less than that. Really? Yeah, I, I don't think it'll take you 50 miles to get arrested. You wouldn't make it from here to the Thornhill Cruise. <laughs> you wouldn't make it to the cruise. There you go. So tell what? me about the cruise. When did it start? Oh, it's been going for, what, 20 yeah. years? Um, Nate Salter, the late Nate Salter, of course, yes. started the place. And and a number of his friends, and it just keeps keeps going on. The problem that it's having, mm -hmm. we're having, is uh, a we keep moving because people kick us out. Yes, <laughs> because you know the Canadian Tire has been very good to us, and we bring people to their store. But but we keep moving around, and people have trouble following us. And the other problem that specifically Thornhill Cruisers, because it's a Monday night event, it, we've had a lot of rain on Monday nights. Mm, that's true. This is the last horrible thing summer. you want to do, of course, if you've got a classic car, is to go out of the garage with a, a dark sky. And, uh, you know, th that has really impacted uh, this year, in particular this year. Another thing is gas prices. Uh, it's no longer a matter of putting $2 worth of gas in the car and going to a cruise night. You've really got to fill the tank, and it costs you a fortune uh, in traffic. And there's another thing. So it all combined, the numbers certainly for the Thornhill people have been dropping off. Is it also an, is it is it our age? That we're the last sort of bunch of guys that, that <laughs> really really love cars and we dig it. The next generation is more like an appliance. That's right. The, the young people that we get at the cruises are usually with their parents to show them what a, a car looks like. Yeah. <laughs> and it, they, I mean, they're fascinated. They they come and they touch the chrome and all that kind of stuff, but. There, you know, now that I've said this, there are other clubs that are 
you've got lots and lots of people, and it's just a combination of things. I think the Monday night in particular is a problem. Certainly for my wife, Yarmel, and I, when we try to get from Bayview and York Mills to uh, where the cruisers are meeting now, which is at uh, uh, Major McKenzie between 404 and uh, Woodbine on the north side of the Canadian Tire, uh, it's it's a, a long haul up there for us in particular. So what's happened is the people from Markham are now finding Thornhill cruisers, and they're coming down where the traffic isn't quite as bad. Anyway, it'll go on and, and on. It, it's just having problems. Well, you know what? I think the whole our whole generation, whatever we were liking or whatever we love, we see that on the auctions. Like, you know, people are buying still muscle cars, but stuff like early early 50 cars don't sell anymore. It's It's, it's sort of over. Yeah, my '55 Pontiac is, yeah, I I enjoy it, but it's it's not the the classic that uh, I can turn around and sell for a half yeah. a million dollars. I, it it just doesn't work that way anymore. Love it. Well, if you throw in the house, <laughs> you do a package deal, you know. But you know, it's fun. It, it'll go on forever uh, as long as there are people that enjoy driving their cars. It's just now it's it's more of a hassle. I think. The Saturday events and the Sunday events are doing well. Yeah, I think you're right. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe I, they should do a rain night. Well, rain night. Well, no. If, if Monday night rains, we'll have it on Tuesday night. What do you want today? No. Well, it's like when you play baseball. You know, if, out. if your game's canceled on Monday, they'll, they'll do another. Yeah, day but instead. Tuesday I'm at the doctor's, and Wednesday <laughs> you can have a linseed night too. A linseed. All righty. So, uh, how do we get in touch with Thornhill Cruisers? Well, unfortunately, I, I think well, the easy way is to simply Google Thornhill Cruisers. It'll come up with a number of things put in, put online by people other than the cruisers. Are Website, I understand the website was hacked, mm. which means there is no Thornhill Cruisers dot whatever it was any oh. longer. But Google will find it for you. Okay, well, I've got the number. It's 905. Right, so yep, the simple uh, answer is just go Monday night sometime after 4 o'clock uh, on Major McKenzie between 404 and Woodbine on the north side, and you'll see a whole bunch of people standing around with their hoods opening, wondering why they're standing around with their hoods open. <laughs> All righty, 905. 881-8700, sorry, yeah, 6700, 905-881-6700, that's the number for Thornhill Cruises. Thank you, Michael. Good, always nice to hear from Mike and the guys. I go up there to sort of chat about old cars and old times. And We're a good group of guys, and if you have any kind of car care questions, or any kind hey, of car questions. we got some advice for the lady that's buying a car. Let's go right back to the phones. Awesome. And Marie, how are you? Oh, not too bad, thank you. Good, you had some advice for Daniela? Well, no, no, I just wanted to make a comment. It's this uh, this too-good-to-be-true Honda that she's uh, proposing to buy. Uh, should she not be also uh, looking further into details, that uh, making sure there's no lien against the yeah, car? Yeah, that's part of the process. There is a, what's called a UVIP package, which is a used cars vehicle information package supplied by the government. Right. And it tells you who owes money to whom. It'll also have the previous owner's names on it so they can verify certain things if they want to. Right. It also tells you um, what your tax implications are. So if she buys the car for five bucks, but the government says it's worth $2,000, she pays tax on $2,000. On $2,000 or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. see, the rule is that that UVIP has to be printed prior to any exchange of money. Yeah, yeah. Right. Now, should that be this package? Should it be the person that's selling it? Yep. Purchase it. Yep, the, the seller is supposed to supply it. And there's another trick: ask them for his driver's license and ask him for the ownership of the vehicle, and see that the two are the same. Exactly. Yeah, because okay. there's a lot yeah. of scams out there, and people uh, get hooked. Yeah. Yeah. 
I just didn't want to see her get, get ripped off, that's all. If it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. Marie, thank that you very much great. for calling in with that. Great information. Take care. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much. Bye-bye. All right. Yeah. The gonna, zoo out there. you got to watch it. We're going to take a break. Yeah. Hit the brakes. <laughs> this is it. Ignore the garage. We'll be right back. What are you drinking? <laughs> Alrighty, Dave's Corner Garage, and uh, we were having a discussion about tires. Yes, and uh, if topic. there's regular tires or hybrid tires. Yeah, there's a phone call. Let's uh, get Raymond on the phone quickly. Raymond, how are you? Hi there. I was wanting to ask your opinion on you. Chrysler Pacifica, the hybrid, and uh, have you heard any feedback on the battery? I heard there was a recall on those cars. You know, usually when a new product comes out, there always are recalls. Remember you used to have never buy a Monday car or a Friday car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's the same thing with this stuff. They produce it, they, they test it, but then it comes out and they find problems. I haven't heard anything about the batteries, no. Have you heard anything, Alan? No, nothing at all. I mean, but there's no question. I mean, the manufacturer's put a prototype out and they, they run it for, for probably a year or two yeah. or put on the equivalent of that many miles. But, it, it, you know, as you say, it, it, it doesn't happen. Um, you know, things happen. Um, different climates, different drivers. Yeah. Uh, different things affect how, how things hold it's up. It's been out for almost a year, so I think you're pretty safe. The nice thing is, too, though, speaking of technology, because of the Internet, they've been, you know, and, and people can, huh. they, you know, they can talk to each other and, and people, the manufacturers have to be more visible, more transparent, because you can't hide anymore. So, uh, no. you know, if there's been issues, the manufacturers quickly, and besides, they got caught, you know, trying to hide things for many years. Yeah, well, and, and, Right, exactly. Mm. So now they have to immediately come out and say, hey, we got a problem, bring your car in. And, and again, as we've said before, it's, it's, it's great because they're going to fix it for free, and they're going to... So I think you're pretty safe in buying it, plus you get money back from the government because it's hybrid. Okay. I believe you get back. You get back, I think, $8,000 from the government because it's a hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. Are there special hybrid tires? Like, are, there, are cars like which like his, are there special tires for them? No. No, just uh, they're made, they're, they're made different sizing maybe, but uh, they're, yeah. they're standard tires. But I remember when Honda EVs came out, they had, like, very, very skinny tires. Skinny, yeah, yeah. When you when you get into electrics and that. Oh, um, so electrics have special tires. Yeah, yeah. they bigger, taller. So they're taller tires, narrow, more narrow. Um, but that affects your road handling, I guess? Yeah. Definitely, right. definitely. So, so that was another question I did want to ask. You're just you're only allowed a few. You're distracted. <laughs> you don't go get ahead. any floor mats, Dave. Yeah. Who do you think you are? <laughs> so you're Dave. You can go ahead. You can ask me questions. Like, How can I fly like an eagle? <laughs> Can't answer that. <laughs> so the question was, uh, you're the distributor. Correct. You're already supplying winter tires now? Yeah, like uh, basically, uh, definitely for Quebec, uh, uh, the orders have already gone in, obviously, uh, the production, because about, it's about a three-month uh, turnaround, right, yeah. from, from order to, to landing at your door. Um, so Quebec basically starts receiving theirs in, uh, you know, late July, August type things. Here they'll start uh, receiving them in around August, September. So, so when do they start retailing these snow tires and stuff? Um, I, mean, I know that when the temperature is 7 degrees, everybody's at your front Yeah, door. it's very difficult at this point in time, but, um, but people are getting the message. They're coming in. I'm sure Alan sees it in his uh, business. They're, people are coming in a little earlier, not waiting until the first snow. Uh, not everybody. I actually... <laughs> but I see the look on your face. And you're looking at me funny, but I actually did a winterization package this week. Get out of here. Did no. you? No, because awesome. the lady said, why should I wait till you get busy? And yeah. Can I not check my car out for winter now? Yeah. So, of course, yeah, we, we checked yeah. her wipers, and we I know checked her antifreeze, we checked her battery condition, things like that. They rust-proof the cars all summer long, which is the right thing to do. Yeah, definitely. Because this stuff actually moves in the summer, right? So. Right. So no no good for the winter then doing your... Uh, 
Well, you know, they come in in September and November when it's cold, and they spray it because they think that's the right time to do it. Right. And then it sits in the summer sun, and it just drips all out because it starts to move. So the reality is if you're going to rust-proof your car, and Mm -hmm. we're talking about a crown, now's the time to do it when the stuff really moves and and it creeps and it does what Mm. it's supposed to do. So, yeah, it's just like the tires. It's People buy it at the wrong time of year. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, But there's no stock anyways. Right? right? If I walk up tire stores and I want a set of winter radials, you got stock? Yeah, there'll be stock. Like uh, they'll have some carryover from last year, and we've got stock, so they can access it from from suppliers. Yeah. So it, it's out there. It just may not be depending on your size. And too. the other thing is, I in the, most manuals they say six years on a tire. The manufacturer says you know six years, and then you should be pulling that tire off. Is yeah. that true, or is that? Uh... Yeah, well, there's really no shelf life for tires per se. Um, like I said, as long as they're stored properly, they're soft, they're supple, there's no cracking, the, you know, the integrity is well, still there. You're like I've put on 10-year-old, like brand-new 10-year-old tires on my vehicle. Well, well don't forget, we had Larry Linseed called in in Little Moon. And then you can, use your, you can use Linseed and extend that life if you want as well. <laughs> could be a movie coming out with him. I think they've seen it online. He just said Google, so it could be a Linseed movie. And he, and he lived in Lindsay, I think. Well, don't I, go there. A lot of good coincidentally. And, Lindsay. and you were afraid of the blob. Uh, yeah. Be afraid. Are okay. you drinking from his cup? And he, drove a, and he drove a Lincoln. Darren C. <laughs> they're both drinking from the same cup of I know. I see they're well, sharing. I took out the old Ferrari. It's, uh, four years with the warehouse. I started yes. up. I brought it in this morning. Beautiful. Car. I looked at the tires. They're 1990s. Yep. Right, but it's like they're brand new because it's been sitting on a shelf. They're for like years. antiques. You probably get some money for those. <laughs> oh, <but. laughs> they look like they're brand new. I don't Darren, think I can get them back. <laughs> Darren, Dave's an antique, and Barb's been trying to get money for him. <laughs> she should start wrapping him with Lindsay, though. Oh, that's oh, it. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> he doesn't look his age anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not going there. All the cracking's gone. But the problem is, you smell like fried turkey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dogs are following you everywhere. <laughs> Donnie, where are you? I slept out of bed. Don't forget, remember last time you jumped in the bed and you slipped out right on the other side? Boom. What was that? <laughs> she would just Excuse me. Is this, huh? this a car show? This just turned into a soft porn show. Quick, quick, quick story. Never had, a quick story with you. Okay, I had a Shelby Cobra. Yep. And she wants to go like the guys want to go road trip. This yep, was like, so she comes, my wife, yeah. Yep. But so I said, okay, we'll go for a road trip. We went to uh, uh, Upper New York State through the mountains and the whole bit, the Appalachians. Nice. And so she's always reading her book, and I'm roasting the car up and down the hills. So we hit this bump. The car goes up like eight feet, yep. comes down really hard, sparks everywhere, and she goes up from the book. She goes, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even phase her. <laughs> Didn't phase her. She's in the middle of her book. Uh, I want to thank Darren Boston from Salem for joining us today. Thanks, Darren. Oh, thanks, gentlemen, for having me. Yeah, it's great. Salem Tires, um, you can get it on the web. Yep, uh, salemtires.ca. Uh, yep, and you can get it on our web. Hey, we have a new website. Davescornergarage.com. Go see our website. It's actually gorgeous. Same old address, but new pictures. Yeah, yeah. All right, Mike Filey, uh, thank him as well for Thornhill Cruisers. Monday night, go on out to uh, check them out. They've got all the 60s cars there, some worth a quarter million dollars. Thanks to the audience, Steve. Steve. Thanks to Nate for on the board, and thanks to my mother for having me. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Just sing a song and bring the sunny
This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. 